This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. Dad, I assume Tom. On Fight TV pay-per-view, June 11th, out of Knoxville, Tennessee, the NWA is back. This one is in honor of Matt Cardona for some reason, and I'm going to be picking on him for a while. But I've talked to former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, Tim Storm. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic, man. I like the way you worded that. <laughs> Listen, I, I yeah, it's, it's that, that's, that, whole, that whole thing is interesting to me, uh, and I can... I can have, have opinions on both sides of it. So, you know. I'm just, I'm just teasing. I love Matt Cardona's work, you know, his ethic. He's a big, uh, he's a big fanboy. He's a big nerd himself. So I, I appreciate Matt Cardona. It's just fun to, when you get a chance to tease Matt Cardona, I haven't even talked to him yet. So I'll even tease him more when I get, finally get to talk to him. But just, well, it's, you know, it, to me, to me, it's one of those situations where he, like you said, he works hard. He's, he's very talented. Um, he's paid a price to get where he's at. Uh, and, you know, but he's, you know, even, even with us, he's established himself. And like you said, it's kind of a, what a collector of toys. And then he said collector of belts and, um, is a social media guy. So all of those things make for an interesting combination. And the thing is, you know, whether you like Matt Cardona or don't like Matt Cardona, the fact that Matt Cardona is a cancer survivor and still is right. now the NWA's world heavyweight champion gives him respect leaps and bounds more than we would have ever anticipated at this point. 100%. And, you know, with, you know, full disclosure, I think he's pinned me twice in the last six months. So, um, I have a ton of respect for, for him as a, as an athlete. You know, you are a former NWA's world heavyweight champion. The organization, thanks to William Corrigan or William Patrick Corrigan, which, you know, I, I was so used to calling him Billy Corrigan in the nineties. Right. Smashing pumpkins. You know, he's revitalized the NWA in ways that we would have never thought. It still has that visual late 70s, earlys feel that so many of us have seen in highlight reels, yet it's modernized to an audience where those of us that still appreciate old school catch wrestling mixed with professional wrestling can still appreciate the product. Yeah, and I think, I think that's a, you know, that's a real, uh, potentially delicate line to, to walk. I think, I think the NWA, I think, uh, I think Billy does a great job at that. You get that old school look, but he also, you know, I mean, the, the man is incredibly intelligent, obviously, and, and he's smart enough to know that, um, you know, there's a, there's a group of, of fans and people out there that love good storylines, uh, physical wrestling, which is why I had success there. And then there's a group of people that love the athleticism, um, you know, the run and gun flying around. And I think, you know, the, the way I was trained and the way I was brought up in the business 26 years ago was that the, the guy that trained me would say, it's a circus. And when you go to a circus, you don't just go to see the clowns. You don't just go to see the, the acrobats or the strongmen. You want to see a little bit of everything. And, and I think that's the NWA's roster is incredibly talented. And we offer a little bit of everything. What I love about the NWA as a whole, especially now in modern times, is no wrestler is wasted. No one right. is just waiting in the ocean to be rescued by creative. Everyone right. has their persona. Everyone has, you know, their angle. If we're going to use wrestling terms in a, in this uh, interview, 
you know, everyone has a purpose. It's not, there's no filler. And that's what I truly appreciate about the product. Well, and, and to Billy and the NWA's credit, a lot of that creativity comes from the wrestlers themselves. It's, you know, I, I, I have been there what I, what, three or four years now. And, you know, at, at times I'm an active wrestler, at times I'm a commentator, but nobody has ever handed me uh, a script or a piece of paper and said, go out there and say this. And I think that's what the NWA offers is, you know, when you say that about the characters, when you say that about nobody wasted, really you, you are who you say you are. And you go out there and, you know, what, what you, for me at least, and, and for those guys and girls, they go out there and when they open their mouth, it's, they're saying whatever's on their, on their mind or on their heart, whatever they think is, is going to uh, present themselves in the best light or the angle in the best light. And we have a lot of freedom. And I think that's a big reason for the success we've had. And, and the showmanship that's going on, the storytelling. And as you said, everybody's real. And it rides that line between the work and the shoot. Like, we'll take Trevor Murdoch, for example. And I talked to Joe Galley about this. If I was at a bar and I saw Trevor get upset, I'm like, mm, maybe I'm going to leave this place or just go to the other side of the facility. Yeah. Just in case I'm not in Trevor's line of fire. Well, and and the fun thing about our locker room is when you walk around and you start talking to guys. I'm a I'm a big guy, and I, I I mean in our locker room, you know, in the men's locker room, it is full. Well, I'll use somebody else's term. It is full of grown ass men, and you there's it. You don't want to get into a fight with many of those guys or any of those guys. And I'll tell you what, in in, in the women's locker room, you get the same thing. I mean, they're for real. They're athletes. They're, they work, they work extremely hard and extremely stiff and beat the snot out of each other. Well, the current NWA women's champion, Camille, I believe she was a, uh, a physique competitor in, uh, in bodybuilding. <laughs> yeah. And, and here's like the interesting thing with Camille is, you know, I, she was like her before the, before the end, before she started wrestling or working for the NWA, she played professional women's football. Um, she was a college athlete. She is, she is, I mean, you look at her and think, wow, she has got a great physique. She's very tall. She's well built. She's an athlete. And I mean, I've seen her do some things between, uh, you know, social media and some other things, standing back, flip, lay. I mean, she's way more athletic than I ever dreamed of being. And all of that is the reason she's the, NWA Women's World World Champion. And if we look back, you know, just three years ago with her being Nick Aldis's valet, uh, she's essentially a baby doll at this point. You know, she's almost six feet tall, just like baby doll was. Uh, right. Kelly Blanchard called her the perfect 10. Camille, <laughs> right. that by this standard, uh, baby doll could have knocked you out and Camille still can. So yeah. And it's, it has been fun from, from, you know, from an active, from, from wrestling Nick with Camille to watching her develop, uh, to watch who she's become, what she's become in the business. She works hard and she deserves absolutely every accolade that you can possibly give her because she really is just that good. Well, she's incredible. The lineup that's coming up is incredible. Matt Cardona getting his own pay-per-view named after himself. Although he was <laughs> wrong in one thing. Rick Flair did get a pay-per-view named after him. You know, that Flair for the gold, uh. Oh yeah. yeah and I'm a, I'm a huge 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s 
uh, follower of wrestling and that whole flair for the gold was, was incredible. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, again, I have mixed feelings. Uh, the last time I was in the ring, it was brutal, uh, with Matt Cardona. And I mean, that as a compliment. I, I mean, it's, he brought it. Um, I, you know, I, I have forfeited any shot at the world title because of my losing to Nick Aldis you know, on the very first episode of the NWA Power. I lost that ability to challenge. So it was a non-title match and I, honestly, I thought I had him beat. And, uh, you know, he did what it take, what it, what it took to beat me. I can't, I can't brag about that. You know, he, the man is, the man, you know, I, does he deserve his own pay-per-view named after him? Maybe. He's our world champion. I can think that alone probably earns you that, uh, that respect and that, you know, that honor. Uh, he deserves everything he's getting right now. And, you know, there's some things he's probably going to get from Nick and other competitors that he also deserves, but we'll see how that goes. So I know Jim, Cro- the Crockett Cup is, uh, I, I believe you guys brought back the Cro- Crockett Cup at one point. You know, is that absolutely after a, a tag team as well? You know, like a secondary tournament in that regard. Yeah, and it was a uh, we did two night pay per view uh, in Nashville. Oh man, uh, two and a half months ago, two months ago, and uh, you know, uh, Mr. Crockett was there. He brought uh, the original belts, the original tag belts with him, and I had the uh, the, the honor and the pleasure to, to call some tag matches with him. And it was, uh, was a good experience all the way across. And, uh, you know, I'm, I grew up, I grew up a Crockett, an NWA fan, uh, watching, watching on TV and wanting to, wanting to be and know those guys. And it's been, it's been a, a, an amazing pleasure to now get to know those guys and to get to be a part of that and to be a part of the NWA, which is, which is really the highlight of, uh, of my wrestling career now, I think it's been 25 or 26 years. So being part of the NWA is what I've always wanted. So to be able to do that now is kind of living a dream. Well, I still remember when the Road Warriors and the Powers of Pain were in the Crockett Cup and that double GQ. So, you know, absolutely still yeah. there. Well, I, I was always, I mean, I think probably most wrestling fans were, but I was a, a huge uh, Road Warrior fan and, and, you know, got, got, actually got to wrestle them. Uh, a long time ago and then become friends with, um, you know, with, with animals. So, you know, it's, it's to, I, I look back on those things and, um, man, what great wrestling. And that, that's, that's really what we're trying to represent with the NWA is, is those great competitors and those big physical style and, and everything that that brought with it. You guys are doing it. And that's what I love about NWA, especially when we get to watch NWA power. You know, there's the right. YouTube channel. There's the pay-per-views on Fight TV, and Fight TV is an incredible place. I love yes, everything is. that's going on over there. I can literally watch an NWA pay-per-view on Saturday, and if I'm still hungry for competition, I could watch either old episodes of Power or whatever else on there from the NWA, or watch a Muay Thai fight from Holland, right. and then watch an MMA fight from Australia, and then right. just keep the action going with combat sports. Well, and and we're now we're now offering a, a Saturday uh, at noon NWA USA, um, which is an which is an entirely different uh, format and episode that we offer. Uh, uh, I, I'm actually currently the uh, the director of of that program, and I don't mean that from a production standpoint. I mean from a from a on air standpoint, and it's been it's been a lot of fun. We get to. 
we get to feature some people that may not be there all the time. We've kind of highlighted the national title more on that than we have on other on other pay per views and shows. So it's yeah, you're right. I, Fight TV has been it is it is the real deal. They've been so good to us. I think we've been good to them, and they offer, like you said, they offer every style of combat sports you can imagine, and it's it's just a great place to go watch. Yeah, I, I mentioned this to Joe, Joe Galley the other day, and I'm going to bring it up to you. Uh, some companies have oversaturated the market with bringing in titles from all over the place. But right. would it be fun to, say, bring back the United States Tag Team Championship at this point? You know, it's, I think what you said to begin with is, is the, that's the balance that has to be reached. Um, you know, they brought back the NW World Junior Heavyweight title and had, had our tournament for that. We've got our tag titles. We've got our national title. We've got our women's title. We've got the, the men's world title. And like you said, it's, we, we love and respect and I personally love and respect every every title the NWA offers. It's always fun to see competition for something that really matters. That always adds adds a little something to to the matches. You know, the balance is exactly what you were saying. At what point is it oversaturated? Obviously, you can't have you know you don't want a show uh, where every match is a title match because it kind of it has the potential to water down the importance of those titles. But I'll tell you, I do know this, is that as as I've watched this develop, and I was the world champion when when William Patrick Corrigan bought the product uh, and made that transition, um, his timing on bringing those titles back has been just perfect. So, you know, yeah, it'll be fun, and it will be fun when it happens. When it happens, I, I trust Billy enough, enough to know that it'll be the perfect time. When, when it's something like that, I mean, you know, again, uh, I'm in my 40s, so I remember the old NWA but just prior before it becomes WCW and all, and whatever right. else. You know, the NWA added Zenith, though. You know, yes, Crockett was the most recognizable, but we had the Western Heritage title with, with uh, you know, uh, Barry Windham. We had the Texas Championship. We had the Southern Championship. You know, there was the Midwest Championship at one point. And this is when the NWA was territory, you know, several right, territories up the NWA. Now right. the NWA is the core promotion that essentially is Crockett Promotions, or at least the revitalized right. Crockett Promotions, because that was sold off to Ted Turner and WCW. You know, what does it mean to you as a wrestler, having worked with the Road Warriors, having seen the ten pounds of gold that this is the belt Harley Race carried? And Rick right. Flair carried Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, you know, uh, Buddy Rogers, the original Nature yeah. Boy, and then build on that legacy of giants. Yes, you know, the Crockett version was sold off, but there's still been multiple entities within the NWA. Well, I know for me, and I, you know, the first time I appeared um, for William Patrick Corgan for the new NWA, I, on, you know, I, I, said on TV that holding the NWA World's Heavyweight title was my mountaintop, that, that nothing in wrestling would ever beat that, that there's nothing that would feel as good, and, and I still feel that way uh, four or five years later. So to be able to watch that happen and develop, because truthfully, the NWA World's Heavyweight title is the great, great grandfather of every title in wrestling history. You can, tra- you can trace it back to one of the original titles and, and most even current promotions now 
um, no matter which one you want to pick, have some have had some tie into it. To watch that get to be featured again, to be a part of that, to get to watch those things develop and become, you know, I, I, everybody kept saying you'll never, you know, the NWA will never be what it once was, and and that's it's hard to reach when it was the only promotion for a while. It, it, that's hard. That's a hard competition to to reach. But I'll tell you that as far as prominence, uh, visibility, respect. Yeah, it's if it, 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 we still have a ways to go as far as we're, we haven't reached that uh, that ceiling. We have a long way to go for that. There's so many places to go, but man, we've come a long way, and I'm I'm proud. I'm proud of what's been accomplished. I'm proud to be even a small part of it, uh, and it is it's it's so much fun to watch. And for people that don't realize the ties that go back to the NWA itself, it's not just WCW. It was right. ECW. It was Impact right. Wrestling. You know, all the right. different promotions have had a huge lineage tied back to the NWA World's Heavyweight Title. Yeah, it, it was literally the original. Um, you know, even even if you go back to WWWF before that was, you know, at that at one point that was a territorial promotion. Um, you know, that that had ties to the NWA. It's it all goes back. The NWA is the original, and. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's come, like I said, we've come a long way in the respect that that brand deserves. We have, we, we're not done. We have, a, we have a little way, you know, we have a ways to go. But, uh, you know, where we're at now, if you had told people four years ago, uh, five years ago that we would, we would have come this far, nobody would have believed it. And, you know, William Patrick Corky gets credit for that. Um, you know, I, I got to be a part of that. Nick Aldis has a huge part of that today. You know, I mean, now Trevor Murdoch has been a part of that, but today Matt Cardone is a part of that. And when he goes out there, no matter where he goes, what he does, he represents the NWA and the, and the NWA World's Heavyweight title. You know, and I do understand mentioning impact could be a sore spot, especially for Billy himself. <laughs> Not with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if, when I go through, when I go through my, cause to me, I, one of the things that, that, registers with me is the NWA World's Heavyweight title is a who's who. The men who held that title are who's who of professional wrestling. And if you go through even, you know, those impact guys, uh, you talk about Jeff Jarrett, you talk about AJ Styles, um, you know, Sting, you, you, those guys, you can't take anything away from that if that's, if that's a, you know, what out of camera, what you just said, if that's a sensitive issue, whatever the term you use, you can't take away the history that those guys add to it. Uh, you know, it's, it's part of that title. And I, and I don't know the number today. I can probably add it up. I and mean, that's not my strong point, but I think I was, I think I was at 53 years old. I was world heavyweight champion. And at that point, I think there had only been 53 or 54 world heavyweight champions in history. So you can add those, you know, you can add, you know, Nick and Cody and Trevor and Matt Cardona, but you're still, you still have a very small number of men and you can't take those, I mean, those impact guys that carried that title regardless of how it ended up. Um, you know, cause I, I know at one point, just like ECW, uh, promotions want to move away and they want to make their title the title. You know, they don't want it to be dependent on somebody else's title. And, and so however that ended, you can't take those away from the historic part of what, of what that belt means. And here's the thing, Tim, I'm going to tell you this. The fact that you're in your fifties and you still have a full head of hair. I don't know. <laughs> You know, let's, let's, let's 
just be careful with that. Uh, let's put quotations around that full head of hair. It's uh, I, even with even when uh, Nick and I were you know destroying each other on TV every week, I was very very careful in promos about uh, hey, can we can I take this side? Because I look you know my hair looks way fuller from this side. So hey, I appreciate I appreciate that. Um, you know, as I get as I crawl close to sixty, whatever hair I got, I value. So it's uh, you know. It, and also every men's health product that will keep it going. I'm, I'm 100% behind. <laughs> well, it looks better than mine. We'll put it that way. <laughs> uh, and just remember, if you guys ever need a backup ring announcer at some point, I can make myself available. So, I, mean, I, I, I hear your voice. You got it. You can. There's no doubt in my mind you can do it. That's, yeah. that's a gift I don't have is that ring announcing voice. But well, it's, uh, The one yeah. problem is, is that, you know, I'm 6'3". So, you know, it, it's kind of interesting when you see the announcer being right. the same height or sometimes taller than the wrestlers. Absolutely true. Uh, and I'm not going to say that, that, that you wouldn't be taller than some of our wrestlers, but, uh, not a lot. <laughs> you would be, you would be surprised when I say it's a, it's a locker room full of, uh, Real men, and, I don't, and height does not make you a real man. I, you know, I'm not saying that the shorter wrestlers are not, but I'm telling you, you go from Tyrus, you know, Nick Aldis is always surprising me. Chris, uh, Chris Adonis, always taller than those guys are, 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 are big men. Uh, you know, I used to be 6'3", as you get older, and your spine compacts and your knees, you know, you, so I'm probably 6'2 now. Uh, I'm a big guy, but there's a whole lot of guys in there way bigger than I am. Well, on the on the plus side, you know, you're not putting your body on the, on the line as much as you used to, and True. Greg's not yelling at you for uh, depleting the ice the ice in the freezer. It's it's uh you know I'm enjoying the color commentary. Uh, Joe Gall- Galley and, and Velvet make that a pleasure and and easy to do all the time. But uh, yeah, I still do way too much damage to my body. Um, uh, you know, there and other places that probably, probably I shouldn't be making those, uh, those, those, those sacrifices. But when you're passionate, when you love something like I do professional wrestling, it's, it's really hard to, you know, I, I, I got to travel for a while with, uh, again, again this goes way back to 70s, 80s, but with, uh, Skandar Akbar and, and Ak used to always say there's only two ways out of the wrestling business. You either die or they stop booking you. So it's, it's, you know, it's one of those deals where, when I tell myself, well, the first time I said it was 18 years ago when I was 40, and I said, I think it might be time to, to start hanging a bump, and I'm still going. So, you know, it, it, it's still every weekend. It's it's a lot of fun, and it's addictive. Uh, and every weekend during the week when I'm teaching, I'm usually going, yeah, why am I still doing that? This hurts. But, you know, just can't help myself. That's all right. Well, speaking of Skandar Akbar, I remember as a kid, I was like, why does that name sound so familiar? And my mom's yeah. from Lebanon. And she just looked at me and she's like, it means Alexander the Great, stupid. <laughs> Which, well, I don't want to, you know, loved him to death, was a great guy yeah. and a great mentor and um, was from, what, Wichita Falls, Texas. So, you know, there you go. Yeah, but, you know, it's it's fun stuff like that. But just the fact yeah. that, like, it sounds like this menacing Arabic name and then he just took a Greek guy's name, you know, a Greek legend and translated it. Yeah. Greek I remember, I remember probably being in my teens and, um, I don't know at the time if it was, it was probably Mid-South Wrestling is probably who, uh, I can't remember, but, but they came through and I remember watching and, and, and Skander Agbar did a promo. I'm from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. And, you know, his, he had this very distinctive voice and, you know, the, obviously the turban and all those kind of things, but he, you know, he'd 
said, Pine Bluff, Arkansas sounds like an air freshener. And I thought, wow, I love to hate this guy. You know, I love the fact that I hate him so much. So you anyway. were one of those heels for sure. Well, and, and even, you know, he died, I guess Act died maybe six years ago or so. And, and I was traveling with him uh, a couple of years before that and could still go out there and start up a crowd like, uh, you know, just like he would when it was his heyday. Yeah. Speaking of which, we mentioned the pay-per-view on June 11th, always ready. It is in Cardona's honor. It is in Knoxville, no less. What is it about the Tennessee, you know, mid-Atlantic, you know, mid-South areas that just had this, you know, like it was the Minnesota with the AWA and the way they trained everybody over there and then Bill Watts and then Memphis and mid-Atlantic that just gave the NWA so much passion and character. Well, I think a lot of that has to, I think you have to credit the, the wrestling fans for that. I think, you know, they loved, they loved their wrestling. They loved that, that physical, character driven, good storyline, strong, uh, strong, you know, hero, I hate the bad guy kind of story. And I think you have to, I mean, obviously those, those guys then and our guys now are talented, great, uh, wrestlers, performers, but you have to give those fans their, their due on that. You know, they, they drove that. They made that work and they love their wrestling. We're looking forward. You know, we've, we were, we were in Nashville, like we talked about a couple of months ago. Uh, we did our, did the Crockett Cup. We did some TV tapings. You know, we're going to spend a couple of nights in Knoxville, a couple of nights in Nashville doing some more TV. And it's, I'm looking forward to it because like you said, man, great fans, great wrestling, great productions. And, you know, it's going to be fun going to, going to Knoxville. You know, to throw it back to the eighties, uh, one of the, one of my most favorite NWA angles and reflecting on it as an adult is totally different than being, you know, 11 years old or 10 years old or what, however old I was at the time. Right. Was when the four horsemen jumped Dusty Rhodes at a gas station. I remember it. And broke his arm. I remember it, yep. And not realize, not thinking that why would there be a camera crew there for this? (laughs) But never the the fact that nobody called the cops. Right. And then there were some people that are like, and especially being from California, there were some people who were like, Oh, that's just the South. There's like one sheriff for three counties. So it kind of makes sense. And I'm just like, I couldn't wrap my head around, you know, like I could, yeah. you know, as a kid, I can't believe the four horsemen did that. As an adult, like, where were the police? Like, <laughs> your friend may have had a point though. You know, I, it's, I don't know. I'm a, I am a, I, I grew up and still am a huge Dusty Rhodes fan. Um, I, you know, as I have gotten older, I have, appreciated what he did more. I I have stolen some of his promos because I think they're some of the greatest ever done. Um I have gone to the Dusty Boots. Uh, you know, it's it's just that angle uh, that one and then and then them turning on him in the cage in Georgia I think it was, um, where they locked the cage door and, and turned on him. I all of those things to me were professional wrestling. And, it, you know, that is one of the reasons why I wanted to be a professional wrestler. Exactly what you just said. So, hey, if the cops had shown up, that angle would have been near as good. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. When, 
let, let's put it like this. So the pay-per-view is going to be a big deal. We can't reveal too many secrets other than some people on the card. And then again, because card is always subject to change. And Matt, Absolutely. it's in honor of Matt Cardona. Who would you now like to see in the NWA? You know, here's the thing. You can open those doors, and one of the things that I think that that, uh, that we've done a good job with is we have good working relationships with almost, you know, in quotations, with obviously the, with the obvious, with every major wrestling promotion out there. Uh, there is no there. There's nobody off limits now. You know, there's well, okay, there's nobody but. WWE that is off limits now. We have relationships with every other organization, and there's nobody that would surprise me to see me to see them show up. It's I think that. Well, let me let me give you, and I'm not going to name the name because he's in the NWA now, and I don't I don't. But I when I had the world title, I was on a show in Texas. Uh, it was a big show, and I showed up, and this guy walked by, and I had the, the title was laid on my bag. And he literally stopped and looked at it, and he goes, is that it? Is that really it? And I said, yeah. And he goes, can I touch it? Can I Can I hold? And, now, and this is a guy right now that is on TV every week, works for the NWA sometimes, and that title brings with it that kind of mystique because of what it is. And the reason I say it that way is not necessarily just a refocus on the title, but it's Every promotion out there, every guy that, that is a professional wrestler, and, and even the younger guys now who are in their late 20s, they understand, and they know what that title meant. They know the history of that title. They know everybody, you know, not everybody, but they know a lot of those legends that held it. And there's not a, there is, there's probably, boy, I'm just going out on a limb here. I'm speaking for a lot of guys that, I, that I'm not, that I don't know that I can speak for. There's very few guys in this business that would love to hold that title. So, you know, open that, open that door because there's nobody that would surprise me that would show up for a shot at that or even, or even some of the other titles. It's not the big gold belt that Flair brought in towards the end of the, uh, Crockett promotion before it became world championship wrestling, but the it's the dome globe. Yeah. Yep. It's the dome globe belt. Yep. And it is, it is as classic as Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes. You know, you could go, you just go through the list because you can say, you can say Steamboat and Sting. And like I said earlier, AJ Styles. I mean, it's, the list is go all the way back to Luthez. The list is a who's who of professional wrestling. And now, now there were a lot of guys out there that absolutely would have been incredible world champions that didn't hold that title. But it's a, it's a list of professional wrestlers that is some of the greatest professional wrestlers in the history of this sport. Um, uh, there's very few guys in this business that, that, given the opportunity, especially with what the NWA has done and what William Patrick Corgan has done to bring that back to prominence, who wouldn't love to hold that title right now. So who's going to show up in Knoxville? You know, I'm, I'm can't wait to see too, because whoever it is, whatever, whoever ends up getting a title shot, um, you know, changes wrestling history. One thing I would also love to see is the NWA make a trip back out to the West Coast, especially in this generation, and come out here to California. I know AEW is going to be here at some point. You know, WWE is here all the time. But to have the NWA, National Wrestling Alliance, you know, out here would be incredible. Well, and I know I can I can say this, that nothing's off the table. You know, it's 
we 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 crave being everywhere that our that people want to see us everywhere the fans are we want to, that's where we want to perform that's where we want to take the product and that's where you know we want to we want to show people what we have because it really is just that good i love it the nwa june 11th pay-per-view on fight tv always ready named after matt cardona his music is the only music that's going to be uh performed as part of the show itself um Everything else that's going to go on is just going to blow us away as the NWA always does. Tim Storm, NWA former world heavyweight champion, current commentator with the promotion. It's been a great pleasure. Please let me know where we can find you on social media and also the NWA. Absolutely. Uh, at Real Tim Storm uh, on Twitter, uh, Tim Storm 01 on Instagram, and, you know, obviously old school Facebook, you can find me, but, uh, Hey man, it's for, for, for me, NWA is where you can find me. That's where, that's where, that's where I do business. That's my number one promotion. That's who I've been dedicated to for the last 15 years. And, um, you know, that's, that's where the success lies for all of us. But man, I appreciate your time. Uh, I always say we're in this together and we, you know, we all, we all make each other successful. So thank you so much for your support and, you know, looking forward to meeting you. I can't wait, man. You know, it might be 10 pounds of gold, but it's uh, 10 decades of legacy. (laughs) Absolutely, man. My pleasure. Thank you so much.